Nervous Ferret. Have you ever been catfished? No, I have never been catfished. Not once, not ever. I have um, used somebody else's photograph and said it was mine, but I was 13 years old. <laughs> I was I was see I was seeking acceptance amongst posters like uh Joey Rad and Steema 34, I guess. The big Samoan guy, remember that? Uh, yeah, I do remember that. I remember uh pretty quickly, I think it was Loose Cannon as, as soon as he saw that picture said there's no way that's you. I know. He was so on so on the ball. I hadn't I hadn't learned how to lie like Seth 82 yet. I have not been catfished either, but someone has tried to catfish me. Uh, my ex-girlfriend, she she tried to, to entangle me in a in a web of of something, but I, I was onto her pretty quick. Um and then there is this girl from Turkey who well Every time I talk to her, she asks me to, like, buy her jewelry. Uh, so I do it. But it's, uh, it's, it's fine. That's, it's fine. This is the TVWW Podcast. Well, I want supporters. This is the TVWW Podcast. Only my supporters. Welcome back to Go Advanced, everybody. I am Sexy Seth1982. Hey there, Poop from Wiener Dude here. I'm really excited to get into this. I've been thinking about this for a, a while, a long time. This is a story that has to be told. It's on the Mount Rushmore of the PWW things that have happened, along with, uh, let's see, the, the great forum hack of 2004, and that time that Jim Ross called the poster 450 an idiot on Monday Night Raw. <laughs> I'm not sure what the fourth one is, open to suggestions, but like those three are probably sealed. The Teddy Roosevelt spot's still open. It's the it's Fallen Angel getting beat up by a crackhead, or, or running away and letting his friend get beat up. Sasha. Um, but yeah, so our, our first two episodes we did because they were topical with what was going on at the time. The first one was during the King of the Forum tournament, and the second one was the arcade, because the arcade was going away. But now... This is not current. Yeah, this is not current. Time is a flat circle now, as Nervous Ferret said on um, on our first episode. And now we can really dive into some old history. We were talking about what the first uh, real like deep dive we wanted to do was, and we decided that it had to be the mystery of Seth 82. It absolutely has to. This was weird from the start, and it only got weirder. And maybe the fact that he's still out there makes it uh, feel weird. But I love this story. It is so funny. It is so weird. And I have a lot to say about Seth. And 
it's not great. I, I wish it were better. Well, I'm so excited for this. I like Seth, too. I've talked to him, and I like him. But what we go through, it sucks. Yeah. Okay. So, for the uninitiated, this is probably the defining drama of the People's Wrestling website casual forum. If you weren't around at the time, this is probably the one piece of forum history that you should know about. I can't properly illustrate how much this controversy dominated the board for a good month, if not a year, back in 2012-2013. And I love it because there are so many ups and downs, so many twists, and it's so satisfying. No stones left unturned for the most part. There actually are some stones that are still unturned. <laughs> I, I haven't been able to crack everything, but they're not that important. They're just things that I just wish I could figure out. Anyway, let's set the stage. Seth82 joined the TPWW forums on June 14th, 2009. Now, Seth's debut is what you would probably call tumultuous. Uh, within the first week of posting, he uploaded some pictures of himself having a good time with friends, and he announced to the forum that he was gay. Uh, Nervous Ferret, how would you describe how Seth82 looks in these pictures? He looks like a very cool, popular, straight white guy in his early 20s who likes to drink beer and co-mingle with his friends outside around lawn chairs and shotgun beers with blonde girls. He's, he's all American. This kid lives in Ohio, or Iowa, and he has touched boobs before. That's what, that's what I have to say about this picture. Seth was into old school wrestling, and he posted a lot in the wrestling forum. In the casual forum, though, he was taking quite a bit of abuse from a small group of posters, namely Gertner, Wetam, Scheisenkopf, Jabba, and Heyman. They were trolling him, and picking on him, and it wasn't even really good trolling, it was just like homophobic stuff. There's the awful tradition called hazing that uh, it still goes on probably, but every new poster has to get insulted to make sure their skin is tough enough. It's like one of the hallmarks of posting there. That's really what it's all about. I think that's what Gertner would be up to, just trying to weed out the pussy ones who won't really be that fun to interact with anyway. So it's kind of the thing that you take a little bit of a lashing and you give it back and then you're accepted. But Seth82 uh, couldn't, he, he didn't handle conflict well. Yeah, but hazing is bullshit though, to be fair. Of course. Um, but yeah, so Seth would often take the bait and he would kind of flip out and claim that those posters should be banned, which just led to more and more trolling. He was really naive to the culture of our community. Definitely. Um, so Seth has told us a few things about himself in a Road Doggy Dog Gets to Know You survey thread that was posed to everyone on the forum the day after Seth82 joined. Seth tells us he's 26, from Iowa, works at the local library, is, quote, single but in a committed relationship, has no kids, has a dog named Paris, likes old sitcoms, and likes wrestling. 
Seth's first thread was called Typical Friday Night, and in it, he got into a huge flame war with Gertner. Gertner was attacking him with stupid insults, calling him Beth82, and Seth was just like, fuck off, and you don't know me. The types of comments we'd see literally thousands of times from Seth in the coming years. Then he made a thread calling out Gertner, and in that thread, he just got flamed more and more. Um, but Seth stuck around. He actually made 3,000 posts in three months. He'd talk a lot about how much he goes out to the bars and the clubs, yet he would spend most nights posting online. By 2011, though, he was a pretty normal poster. He still took a lot of abuse, and he was really easy to rile up. But some people noticed that for as long as he'd been around, they hardly knew any actual details about him. Um, here is an excerpt from Seth82's classic thread, Dropped a ton of cash at the bar. Me and my BF were invited to a friend's birthday party, who was turning 26. We went out to eat first at a local restaurant. I had a ribeye steak. Went to the bar for the birthday party after that. Some highlights. Bought several rounds of shots for me and the birthday boy. Birthday boy was getting really drunk, as people kept buying him drinks. Around 2am, I find the birthday boy puking in the bathroom. Me and my BF left and went back to his place for the night. You guys can ask me stuff and I'll do my best to provide an answer. What else do you want to know? And then later in the thread, I am feeling much more comfortable about opening up. If I had to describe this guy's posting style, 2009 to 2012, it's really frustrating. It's a combination of close to Owen Brown levels of boring and complete frustration. You don't get anything from this. It's all, it's really all give. Unless you're interested in getting old wrestling pictures, there's, no, there's nothing to get back. I didn't read Seth 82 posts, but they weren't very long. So I wasn't, it was mostly just scrolling past short sentences. That's what I remember about the Seth 82 era. Yeah, so let's go through a couple of the thread titles from this era. We've got Weekend Plans. How was everyone's weekend? Plans for the weekend. How's everyone's weekend? How has your weekend been? Plans for tonight. Plans for tonight? Any plans for tonight? Anybody going out tonight? Weekend plans. Kinky sex. There was, there's never anything from him though. He's just asking. He's just asking for dirty details of your, of your personal life, and he does. There was no give back. That was my right. take on it. Right. He'd be like, "What do you do on a typical Friday night? I'll post mine later." There were lots of pictures, though. That was one way, the one way he communicated. Yes, a lot of pictures. And in those threads, you might have noticed that one of those titles was not like the other. Uh, and honestly, the kinky sex thing is the only detail we really knew about Seth's life. Other than having a strong uh, affinity for going out, Seth82's personality revolved around basically being horny. Yes. Yes. In fact, Seth82's original sin on tpwwforums.com was being, as they say, horny on main, right? He had said many times that he would like to open up to the other members of the forum, but all that really meant was spamming 
a load of pictures of naked men, basically. He would post like three pictures in a row of a guy in like different bondage sex devices and then be like, thanks for allowing me to vent last night, guys. Um, he was asking questions about people's social lives and barely giving any information about his. He liked the classic pictures too. He loved black and white. He loved James Dean. That's probably top three things about Seth 82 in this era was bringing up James Dean and every, every detail of his life. Uh, he, so he, he was into like tasteful gay stuff all the time. Sometimes not so tasteful. Right. Uh, there's one picture he posted where he said, I've been fucked in a sling before. And he uh, just posted like a picture of a sex dungeon with a, <laughs> with a, a sex sling in it <laughs> yeah and it's it's easy it's easy to imagine this cool iowa beer drinking guy <laughs> leaving the farm after class at <laughs> iowa state and getting in his sling <laughs> um okay so seth went on for three years like this i think he mostly skated by as a regular wrestling forum poster he usually didn't have much to say unless it was about old school wrestling or something involving being gay. At one point, he got a push from Fake Razor in a thread called Fake Razor Presents Seth82's TPWWHotOrNot.com, where people would post their picture and Seth would rate them. Okay. Uh, so I, if my memory serves, he before he was gaining a lot of traction. He was being pushed, as you would say, before the Hot or Not thread, like Fake Razor was capitalizing on it. It had become a thing where people were almost shaking Seth 82 and were like, tell us something. And so he would talk about all the boys and he was like having, being raided by Seth was kind of hot that week. And ever the opportunist fake laser made the thread. But what I really want to ask is, is it true that you met fake laser one time in person and you guys talked about Seth 82? Yeah. I met fake razor in Brooklyn um, that summer yeah, so we met up just a few months before, like, all the big stuff went down. And, yeah, we did have a, a real-life conversation about Seth 82, like, at a taco truck, outside a taco truck in Brooklyn or something. <laughs> anyway, so as I was saying, so, of course, this is an internet forum made up almost entirely of men. So this obviously aligned with Seth's interests. Um and the horny levels are just way up in this thread. Seth's getting a ton of attention. There's a lot of homoeroticism. And Seth was on top of his game here. He's working the crowd. He's drawing things out, building tension. There was even a swerve at the end when TB1, who was always Seth's like hottest poster, uh, ends up losing in the final to CSL. Um... I, like I feel like Seth was really in his element in this thread. You know, it involved kind of like a wrestling storyline format and ranking men. Um, so so Seth was on top here. My take is that he really loved that people were coming to him and almost groveling, like oh, because he had all, he has all of the power as the rater, and everyone wants to be told they're attractive. So when he gives you a good rating, it, it does feel good because you're like, oh, uh -huh. but a, a poster like uh, Ramstein Mad would get a five or something. And he'd be like, come on, Seth, how about this one? Give me, you know, give me a better score, please. And then Seth would be like, well, I guess that's a seven. 
He he liked the power. He had the thirst for power, is all. Do you remember who Seth82 said the ugliest poster was? <laughs> uh, Big Daddy Cool? <laughs> that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> that's rough, because that's definitely not true either. I mean, well, that's a that's a different topic. Sorry, sorry, Big Daddy Cool. I don't want to die on that hill. <laughs> <laughs> so in late 2012 is when things start to get suspicious. Seth, at this point, was on full blast with the horny posting. He would embed his own tweets into the old 100,000 replies thread, which were mostly just pictures of full-on nude men. What was his Twitter handle at this time? Uh, Sexy Seth 1982. Okay. Roxer also stirred the pot by going through his tweets and posting these conversations that he was having with two gay porn stars named Colin Stone, RIP, and Nico Morales XXX. One conversation involved this guy, Nico Morales, uh, Nico, Nico, I don't know, saying that he liked the picture of Seth and his dog Paisley that he was using on Twitter. So Seth's Twitter avatar was also a picture, uh, one, one of the same pictures that uh, he had used on TPWW. Then AAA asked Seth to post more pictures of Paisley just because I think AAA really likes dogs and just wanted to see more pictures of a cute dog. He asked everyone for dogs. And Seth would suspiciously ignore these posts and try to change the subject but he was really bad at it. He'd be like, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Or when he couldn't ignore posts anymore, he'd literally be like, okay, next subject. So it was obvious he was lying, but what was still unknown was why? What did he have to hide? conversations with the porn stars soon began to get more and more personal. Seth was now talking about how he was going to fly out to New York for a little getaway, a tryst with these guys, which would involve all types of sexual escapades. And it was still clear that he was lying. And a lot of people were trying to get information out of him, asking him pretty basic questions about the trip which he would deflect. For example, Igenfest asks, where are you going to stay, Seth? Is this porn star at least going to give you a bed to lay in after he fills your hole with his warm cum? Seth responds, God, I can't fucking wait. I'd likely be staying at his apartment. Roxer then asks, likely? Likely? He never even invited you, did he? Seth responds, actually, he did. Lol. I'll be staying in his bed. I worded that wrong, all right? There's a post here where Roxer is clearly trying to trap Seth in the lie by asking for very simple information, but he just gives up right in the middle of the post. He says, where will you be? And then next line, fuck it. Next post. Sounds like fun, Seth. Smiley face. 
I hope you have a great time, smiley face. Uh, and this just goes on and on, just like talking in circles. At this point, he's brazenly lying. To look, looking back now, it's obvious, and look at at the time, everyone should have seen it. Yes, totally. Um, eventually, Wetam posts, Seth, do you not see how you are straight up avoiding these people here? If you don't want to talk about it, just say so. Stop with this shit. Seth responds two minutes later. I'm sorry, I was away from the screen for a little while. I'll answer them here in a bit. No surprise, he never answers them. This kind of thing goes on for a while before AAA finally addresses it head on. He creates a thread called The Mystery of Seth82. It reads, Seth82 and that slick guy are probably the same guy. They are either a guy slash guys from some other wrestling forum, WrestleCrap or something, or have something to do with TNA Rick, since Seth82, quote, inadvertently brought TNA Rick to TPWW. Maybe TNA Rick, quote, hacked Seth82's account, since he started getting, quote, absurd around that time when TNA Rick hacked people's accounts. Or maybe he has been Seth82 all along. He has the dedication to play a character for this long, obviously. Need to get to the bottom of this. Love a good mystery. This thread is wild. This is a a watershed moment. Any way you look at it, I personally had not been posting in months. I hadn't posted in, I think, seven months when this thread uh, started, and I I could feel the force in the universe. Just something was drawing me to log in, and this thread had just started on my first time logging in in months. So I wasn't aware necessarily of the latest goings-on of Seth82. I had the King of the Forum curse hangover where I had to like take a break. Uh, but my, my big return, which even happens in this thread, it goes unnoticed, but it happens. It, it happens on this night. Well, it doesn't go totally unnoticed because with all the conspiracy theories that are about to get thrown around, uh, at least one or two people definitely noticed that you had suspiciously returned on this night. Right. I, I also had, I had like ghosted all of the people I talked to in any other manner. So I, I was definitely being at least a little sketchy. Um, once again, I just want to say, uh, TNA Rick has made his way into another episode of Go Advanced. He's three for three. <laughs> we'll get there eventually. <laughs> we might need Death of the Swiss and the FBI to fully round that one out. Okay, so, but anyway, so in that, in that post, AAA mentions Slick. And Slick has a big part in this whole story. Slick joined TPWW about a month before AAA posted The Mystery of Seth82. Slick knew Seth82 from that website WrestleCrap, aka The Crap Hole, aka Freakin' Awesome Forums, aka Fan Network. The Crap Hole. Yeah, we'll call it The Crap Hole. Um, Slick is also a gay man. And wait, had seen... wait, is he? I don't Slick? think. Yeah. Yeah, Slick is gay. Oh. That's a huge that's a huge detail. I thought he was stri- well, I thought he was bisexual. Um does oh, he, okay, does maybe. Slick like girls? Sorry. I don't uh, know, but Slick definitely I, likes guys. Yeah, okay. He does. Um 
So yeah, and Slick had seen Seth82's pictures at the crap hole and thought he was attractive, and because of this, wanted to befriend him. They ended up becoming pretty close. At the same time, Seth was increasingly insulting other members of the crap hole and eventually became unwelcome there. It was at this time that Seth began posting at TPWW and told Slick that he was being harassed here and wanted Slick to come over and vouch for him. So that's how Slick ended up at TPWW. The theory that Slick and Seth82 were the same person was not true. I I gotta I gotta throw this out there. So now this is he all of this is going on at the crap hole, a rival internet wrestling message board community. In addition to all of his Twitter goings on, we also know of at least one or two other forums he was posting at, wrestling forums in this era. All while claiming to be going out all the time and doing the, this stuff, this party bondage stuff. Uh, he, he was really lead, leading quite a life. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> um, so yeah, the mystery of Seth82 thread is wild. It is people constantly calling for Seth to post a picture of his dog and a TPWW sign to prove who he is. It's people wanting him banned. It's conspiracy theories being slung about with abandon. Like, for example, one is that Seth82 is the account that Supreme Elijahwan created when Supreme said he wanted to make a new account and see if he could rise to prominence with it. I thought there was something to that one myself. I I did too. That was the one I, I went with. Um, some people mostly Roxer, thought Dr. A created the account. Um, <laughs> some people thought you and I created it to be funny. Yeah. Some people thought it was TNA Rick. And there is also a theory that he is just a gay guy with autism, but is not the person in his pictures. brings me to the um to our segment the funniest post i read this week uh, okay um so after days of roxer accusing dr a of making the seth 82 <laughs> account and dr a being mostly silent about it finally dr a comes out and says why the fuck would i make a gay sock why would i buy a black cock <laughs> That's, that's an all-time funny post. The funniest post I read this week was a current one by Rectal Protruder in some of the current Dale Newstead Rhiannon beef. Uh, Dale Newstead wrote a multi-paragraph whiny-ass letter to her, and Rectal Protruder posted, Dale, did you read that to your wife before you sent it to her? Uh, so that's the funniest post I read this week. Shout out, Rectal Protruder. Thank you. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, Alright, so getting back into into Seth82. So, a lot of us were, like, losing our minds at how genius the whole thing seemed to be. 
Because Seth had 4,000 tweets, a, tum- a Tumblr page full of gay, horny posts. Like, where do you draw the line? Um, meanwhile, Seth is just like, ugh, and you guys are fucking creepy. Which, by the way, he would Seth would never say, like, fucking. He would always write it F-K-N. Just a, a little Sethism. Anyway. But it's it's classic deflection, what he's doing. Uh, and also, the slick is a really great guy line that uh, has has become so... Tr- truly, um, slick is a great guy. Yeah, it's become so legendary. That line emerges in this thread. And then on page four, we have our first breakthrough. I had been looking through some of the photo threads that Seth posted... And I noticed one photo where he's at a bar with a bunch of other people and he's wearing a name tag. Like you're at an event and you get a little like sticky name tag to write your name on. And I couldn't clearly read what was written on it, but the name looked like Dylan Shepler is what I thought. I wasn't totally sure, but I could tell that it didn't say Seth. And... I posted that in the Mystery of Seth 82 thread. And going off of this tip, Roxer does a reverse image search. And the picture comes back with a link. The link is myspace.com slash Dylan Staples. Oh boy. It's the moment. This is the moment. This moment is insane. We've, we've found the original source of where he's jacking this from. Right. So immediately, so many questions are answered. This MySpace page, and keep in mind, this is in 2012 when MySpace still worked. Um, this page has pictures of the guy who Seth was claiming to be in the pictures that he posted on the forum. Even some of the exact same pictures are on there. This beer shotgunning, good time having, skinny white guy with a bad goatee is not Seth82. It's some straight guy from Iowa named Dylan Staples. But for as many questions as this answered, it raised so many more. For one thing, what does Seth really look like? Uh, is Dylan Staples some random guy, or is there a connection between him and Seth? Does Seth really even have a dog? If he was lying about this, what else was he lying about? And in the search for answers, the people of the People's Wrestling website have a lot of questions, and Seth has no intention to answer them. complete lack of grace is all i'll say he, he just he mainly refuses to address the post the thing he still tries to just dance around everything and not be engaging but everyone is 
he's he's having the evidence thrown right in his face. He takes a big break too, right? For like a ha- it takes him a half hour to respond. All right, so so after Roxer's big uh 52 point font fuck you. Seth says, "I am done with TPWW." And he goes quiet for a few hours while everyone else is left stirring. Supreme asks us to keep the porn stars who were emotionally involved with Seth in our thoughts. Fake Razor asks, how do you know if someone out there on another message board isn't using your pictures? AAA finds Dylan Staples' Facebook page and finally finds another picture of Paisley, the dog. At last, Seth arrives to settle all the speculation with the following post. You guys are fucking crazy. And now we commence 14 pages of Seth82 avoiding and deflecting everyone's valid questions and inquiries. Everyone wants answers, and they're getting increasingly frustrated as they just talk in circles. People call for Seth to be banned if he doesn't fess up. Pity Party Arnie is taking offense over the potential identity theft that took place and claims to have sent an email to Dylan Staples with the links to Seth's post. And Seth has basically activated some fight-or-flight response and is just in autopilot mode. He's saying, this is such BS. You guys are fucking crazy. You guys are creepy. I'm too tired for this. I am done with TPWW. I can only... In moments like this, I can only think about those porn stars on Twitter and that they are the real victims in all of this. Because to the best of my knowledge, nobody on our forum was cybering with him. <laughs> I'm, I, I feel lied to, but not violated. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so, by the way, this reveal happens on page five of the thread. Right? 40 posts per page. This is an 89-page thread. It is seriously like 20 pages of people asking if Seth has a dog and him ignoring the question and just saying, I don't want to post any personal info. Why post if I'm just going to get laughed at? You won't believe me. And then uh, Igenfest asks about a new dubstep song and Seth is like, oh yeah, man, I love that song. He's hoping it'll just go away. And I I really feel for him in this moment. There's, it'll, all of the facts will come out about what he is up to here. But in, I feel for him personally in this moment of his walls crashing down. This is a, a, a minimum three-year catfish spanning multiple forums, social media. And it's, like a little universe he had constructed for himself and the the rug had been ripped out. There's not too many other places you can find a small community to talk about wrestling with, I guess. Yeah, I mean, who knows what's what's going on in his head? Like, uh he's he's probably having a meltdown, but he's trying to play it cool. But yeah, so public opinion has turned on Seth. People want to be on his side, but he just continues to lie. He locks his Twitter account. A bunch of sock accounts come out of the woods and start yapping in this thread. And it's just chaos. On page 23, 
Seth's hand is forced a little when it's revealed that Scheisenkopf has acquired some of Seth's personal information, like his address and his phone number. This is definitely crossing a line, but I think Seth panicked, and this allowed him to start acting like a victim here. So he sort of starts begging. He's like, please don't do this to me. Uh, He's thanking anyone who's speaking out against doxing him, and he's trying to shift the attention away from his catfishing the forum to his privacy now being violated. This, honestly, really great move by Seth here. Just going to say it. A little bit of a magician in that respect. Yeah. Uh, But there's also the threat of the real Dylan Staples finding out and taking action. So a couple posters set up an AIM chat room where they talk with Seth and they convince him to post sort of a comprehensive explanation of what was going on and they kind of workshopped it with him. So Seth eventually offers up what he calls my explanation and it's this. I apologize for lying and deceiving the entire forums and saying I was someone that I'm not. What I posted was essentially me, except for the photos. I did amp the gayness, for a lack of a better word, these past few months. I chose the photos at random. Yes, we do have mutual friends. I initially planned on staying maybe six to eight months when I first joined. I never thought I'd be around three plus years later, obviously. Most of the stuff I posted was really me, aside from the photos. I was dealing with grief at the time I joined. I chose the photos I did because they were the first ones I thought of. I would like to be more open, but I can't be because I'm surrounded by hateful people. I mean, that is why I am a secretive and vague person a lot of the time. I was dealing with a lot of grief when I first joined TPWW, and it started from dealing with that. I hope that we can put this mess behind us and move on as a forum. When I joined in 2009, My grandmother was sick and dying at the time, and in fact died later that day. I know this doesn't excuse the fact that I did what I did, but I needed somewhere to escape. I hope this clears things up for you guys. If there are any serious questions, I will try to answer them tomorrow. Uh, What do you make of this explanation? So there's a a little bit of that makes my heart beat for him. Like, it makes me... uh... It does make me want to hug the guy, and I like him. And there is definitely some truth in it. There's still a lot, a lot of lies, though. He's clearly lying about his intentions of signing up, and that the Dylan Staple pictures were the first ones he thought of. This was like uh, a coordinated effort across various internet platforms that he had going on. Uh, and I, th- I think ours just kind of stuck the best for him. Gave him the most of what he wanted out of the wrestling forum. But I do, and I don't. I don't really believe the thing about his grandma either, or you know, whatever. You were. I believe he was sad, like that he wasn't in a great place, and probably still wasn't, and w- was struggling. And the the stuff about escapism can hit hard. In some respect, that's maybe my favorite thing about the forum. I feel, in in real life, at at times I would be. It, some of my worst times are probably when I posted the most. I, and so I, I get all that. Like, I I love you for that, Seth82. I love all of our posters. But he's still, he's definitely lying about his intentions. And so, like, the scale of his nefariousness. 
Also, the there's the whole thing, the creepy thing is that is the horny stuff. Like he was definitely using these pictures for masturbatory reasons, both like to get guys to send him pictures, as well as unsolicited use of this other guy's pictures, being like, check out how hot I am. That's some of the worst stuff he was doing. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with being horny on Maine. Um, if that's your thing, then go for it. I'm not out to kink shame anyone. Seth82, I love you, but you just can't use pics like that. Right, yeah. So convincing other people that you are someone else um, sexually is, yeah, that's obviously like just not not okay um and i'm i feel for him too and i'm sympathetic to that too like if you're having a shitty time in real life no one needs to know on you know the internet forums you post on you know i definitely feel that he also he also was would make so much of social life though that's the frustrating part of it is his he elected his online identity to be like i'm mr cool hangout guy like he projected his anger so clearly onto his character right it was clearly overcompensation you know it's so strongly lacking in his in his real life that he has to um you know crank it up to 100 on online um amp up the gayness as he would say right i think someone else said that line and he co-opted it um, but yeah, I think this explanation offers something, but not really much beyond what we'd heard from him a million times. Uh, I think he's again trying to shift blame off of what he did wrong and make himself seem like the victim by saying, I can't be myself because you're all hateful. I was dealing with grief um, and so on. And I see this as an attempt to end the controversy. Like you said, like he hoped that this would all just go away. But anyone who can see can clearly tell that it's not going to work in the words of roxer we are all glorious bloodthirsty vultures if you take this explanation at face value you'd think that seth is trying to make good but later that night and this is 24 hours after the initial reveal seth goes on skype with afterlife and no java seth would instant message on skype and afterlife and no java would talk on voice um also, this was 2012. Like, did everyone have a smartphone in 2012, basically? Uh, 80%, at least. Like, okay. it was maybe not everyone, but it's, uh, I didn't in 2012, but I was definitely in the vast minority. Yeah, I didn't either, but that's because I was like, no, I, I refuse, blah, blah, blah. Um, anyway, okay. Um, so on Skype, Seth confirmed with them that he would be posting his real picture that night. Which they announced in the forums. Afterlife and No Java came on and they said, Seth is posting his real picture tonight. You know, don't miss it. Right? A post from Seth with a picture appears. And then vanishes. Very fishy. What was the post? Well, Roxer, keen as he was saw the post before it was deleted. I think he was honestly the only person who saw it because it went up and came down within like 30 seconds, according to Roxer. Uh, and Roxer 
saved the picture, reposted it, and it was not a picture of Dylan Staples, the skinny, handsome white guy who took pictures with his dog. No. It was a picture of a different skinny, handsome white guy with a different dog. angel boy is what i would describe this guy as yes i don't think we ever found out who this guy was uh this is one of the stones that is still unturned that i was talking about i always just called this guy the blue-eyed wonder because like it cannot be overstated this guy has insanely bright blue eyes like these pictures are (laughs) psycho with how blue this guy's eyes look like like what seriously what the hell is going on here oh his dog is so cute too it's like it's a biggie it's a big one (laughs) yeah he's with he's with a giant saint bernard it's a really awkward picture of this guy in a yard with a cam uh, this camera had a really bright flash and it's a really bright day and he's being licked by this saint bernard (laughs) he's clearly from iowa also i've never seen someone that looked more like they were from iowa than this guy yeah, but it, it it didn't matter who it was. It was another fake. It was, like, immediately clear it's another fake. The pictures were uploaded to a TPWW Seth photo bucket account, and they were posted on other forums as well. There's a poster named Johnny Ace Fan on a website called wweforums.net, which is now defunct, um, who posted that picture, but that account aside from this picture, is almost identical to Seth82 on TPWW. So this is the moment where we realize that we're not even getting the full scope of Seth's prolific impersonations online. Who knows how many forums he's posting at with different guys' pictures. The point is, we're not the only ones he tried to dupe. We're just the ones who caught him. He's, he, he's had other like forum dramas before. Okay, so there are so many other subplots that develop in this mystery of Seth 82 thread, and I don't want to get into them too much, um, but just for a little insight, Mercenary, the poster Mercenary, who also came over from the crap hole, made some stupid-ass Twitter account where he would tweet out like cryptic puzzles for us to decode, that when you figured it out, they just said like, oh, Seth, you need to apologize, you cry ass. And also posted a screenshot of a DM that he was going to send to uh, Dylan Staples saying that someone was impersonating him on Twitter. Um, but I don't think anyone did ever actually contact Dylan Staples. I think a couple people threatened to. Uh, or if they did, I don't think he ever did anything. Um, but I, I don't think anyone ever actually went through with it. Yeah, this um, this guy's not interested in this. 
Yeah, 100%. This guy just wants nothing to do with this. Uh, At one point in this thread, there's like five pages where everyone just makes fun of Sammy G. <laughs> yeah, we'll never we'll never do a podcast about Sammy G, but I'll take this opportunity to say f that guy. <laughs> terrible um, poster. Yeah, so so like I said, um, this thread is eighty nine pages long, and there are really not any more good revelations that come out at this time. Seth eighty two says he has a Shih Tzu. That's about it. Everyone wants him to be banned, but he doesn't get banned, and life just goes on. What's clear at this point is that Seth has some deep insecurities about his appearance, his personality, and his social life, and he's using the guise of a more attractive, more interesting person to simulate having the life that he desires. And I do want to take a moment to point out here that Slick... I think gets overlooked in this controversy. And I think he is actually the biggest victim of everything that went down. I mean, we can we can discuss whether or not Seth's plight is justified based on how he brought it on himself, but Slick did feel like he had a connection with Seth, which began with the Dylan Staples pictures. I think the worst thing that Seth did was not using someone else's pictures to make himself seem more interesting than he is or conceal his own insecurities underneath someone else's image but rather that he let slick get caught up in it i think slick has the most to be legitimately angry about yeah i agree uh we you know your internet identity and your escapism that all of that's true for seth also so or for slick excuse me so it sucks to think about he thought he was talking he spent many many hours apparently in a like a chat room where they would watch shows together and talk and it was just not who he thought he was talking to and then he additionally gets brought into this drama his introduction to the forum is the mystery of seth 82 along with all of his crap hole lights who never quite caught on yeah there is a um there is a famous post by poster 450 who uh, in justification of his cane mask tattoo, made the post, I think we all wear masks in some way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's never been more appropriate. We all we all wear masks, 450. Right, everyone's got their online identity, which is a little bit divorced from their real one, but there is a line that you can't cross, and Seth crossed that line with Slick. Uh, agreed completely and we love slick slick's a truly great guy um but behind the scenes though slick went back to this group of crap hole posters who called themselves the band of brothers who would meet up um on this website called SyncTube to like watch videos and chat at the same time and seth was close with them and slick told them what happened at tpww so Seth came back, and he fought with everyone there, and they ended up banning him from the Band of Brothers. Uh, and Seth trusted Slick, though, and Slick kept encouraging Seth to share his picture. How could you not if you're Slick? 
like you gotta you gotta know exactly what you've been talking to here at this point nearly a year passes before we have any developments in this saga on the forum uh but and during this time the tv show catfish was released on mtv I watched the first season of this show as research for this podcast episode, and um, I don't know. There there are a lot of reasons that people do it. Um, I think in Seth's case, it was that he was really insecure about the way he looked and also didn't have an identity outside of being horny. So the idea of Dylan Staples, a handsome young man with a healthy social life, was able to fill the spaces where Seth felt empty. Uh, there's actually a thread called Seth82's Catfish Moment, <laughs> where Roxer makes Seth watch Catfish <laughs> and comment on the episodes. <laughs> I, I didn't think he would do it, but he actually did. He got through like one or two episodes. Yeah, I was. I remember reading that. Roxer is the real MVP of uh, the Seth82 saga. He was there at every turn. He, he drove the narrative the hardest. He asked the toughest questions. He did the most legwork. Yeah, I don't think this happens without Roxer's persistence. So in August 2013, nearly a year after Seth was exposed for using Dylan Staples' pictures, there is a thread where Seth, with a couple other posters' support, claim that Seth posted his real picture. The picture he posted was a group picture. There were about seven people in it. It was kind of unclear. It was a little blurry. And there's no TPWW sign in it, which everyone had been demanding he post to, you know, prove that he's real. So people are still somewhat skeptical for obvious reasons. I don't think anyone is really willing to believe Seth anymore at this point, unless it's like 100% clear that he is who he says he is. Um, this thread is an exhausting 21 pages where Roxer tries to help Seth prove he's the guy in the picture by encouraging him to get a webcam or a smartphone and settle things once and for all. Seth takes, like, 500 posts to answer a question about, like, what kind of phone he has. Seth was going to go to Walmart to buy a webcam, but then he got sick, like he always does. Then he couldn't go because, you know, he had to go to work, and then he had to eat dinner. It goes from, I'll buy it on Saturday, to, I'll buy it at the end of the month. I know this is a podcast, and I've condensed, like, a year of history into an hour, so you don't understand, listening to this, how maddening these threads are. It's seriously like hundreds of questions where people are like, Seth, do you wear shoes? And he's like, well, you wouldn't believe me anyway. You all hate me. It's like, it was so hard to tell if this was some insane hoax designed just to like piss us off or something, or if this was actually a real person. TNA Rick has gotten one over on us before. I'm not sure who else, but it did feel like this was maybe... Uh, a LARP on all of us. There's that episode in Catfish where that guy had set it up. Do you know which one I'm talking about? But he, like, he completely misrepresented to the producers of the show. 
so he came out like when they when when they came to confront him he like came out of his house and was like golf clapping like yeah he he he, did it just to like because he just wanted them to he just like wanted to get the guys to come yeah and so so he like told got on his own soapbox when they went to interview him and wouldn't cooperate necessarily with their narrative that guy i don't i thought it could be something like that so yeah it was it was it was so hard to tell because there were a lot of troll-like tendencies just because everyone felt like we were getting so fucked with but at the same time it wasn't egregious enough you know it was just towing the line so it really it really had everyone totally confused so boring and so painstaking (laughs) (laughs) this is his his posting style but uh a week later apparently Seth did get the webcam. He posts a thread called My YouTube Video Debut. In it, he embeds a YouTube video. The thumbnail is a room with a wood-paneled wall with a window on it and a mattress up against it, with three-quarters of a face visible in the bottom of the frame. It's a white guy with blonde hair and a bit of a pudgy face which looks like the one that was in the picture posted a few weeks before in that thread. And he starts talking with a raspy, deep voice. Welcome to a moment in history. I want to thank one of my supporters, like Slick and several others who, you know, supported me along the way and told me I could do this. And to my detractors, who said I would never do it, you know, you probably have a point, but that's, uh, that's what I think of you. That's what I think of you. You know, people like Matthew, you got them running their fucking mouth acting like tough shit, but I've never seen a photograph or like that once. Not one single picture. Here I am via YouTube. I know it's not a picture picture, but it's a real fucking deal. And there you go. Uh, I'm not exactly a, a big talker, but uh, again, I want to thank Slick for helping me out a lot and building up my confidence to post my pictures like I did. You know, you can bag on my point, you can bag on my appearance all you want. There's no need to make fun of him. He's a good guy. Peace out.
wow. All I can say is wow. Who did he call out at about 50 seconds in? He said Matthew, but Ma- he means Wetam. Wet Wetam is one of the uh, nastiest posters towards Seth. Wetam, Matthew Allen Hanso, uh, and the Team Gorm guys. But there was a ton of positive reception to this reveal. I think a lot of people were emotionally invested in it and were generally happy for Seth. I yeah, I was happy. I was happy to see that. I was encouraged to. I don't think there's really anything wrong with him, like where that he was afraid of. Yeah, he says the line about "you can make fun of my appearance if you want," but the whole time I don't really think many people care. Yeah, there's there's way worse stuff on the forums than what he's got going on. Seth now runs a Twitter account called Wrestling the Way You Remember It with around 10,000 followers, and he has a tweet pinned to the top of his page from 2018 that's a picture of him and a dog, finally, and underneath it, he says, I still have moments where I don't feel confident enough to put my picture online. It took me a long time, though, to get comfortable where I am at now with it. I now just do it and think about it later. So this story has a happy ending, I think. Nothing can undo the lies and the pain he caused, obviously, but I think things are much better for Seth now than they were when he was still hiding behind the persona of Dylan Staples. Um, I think the relationship between Seth and Slick has been strained since this all went down. But hopefully enough time has passed for them to be able to mend things. That's It's great in all that he's had some personal growth, but I think he owes us more recognition that he cut a giant fucking swath through our forum for a while of lies and deception and never totally owned up to it and apologized and gave us more info on his weirdness about it. And I do think of Slick and the Crapolites and countless others that he was dishonest towards on social media. And I don't know. He, you would try to interact with Seth, but he would get real cold real quick. He's kind of a dick. When he, in years that have followed the mystery, because he's still an active user. He's still an active user, although he does not post much and really hasn't for the last four or five years, best I can tell. Uh, We still never got anything from him. And I want to make the distinction between Seth the person and Seth the poster, because I talked to him on Skype at times in in those years, 2013, 2014, maybe. He would be part of a, a Skype crew, and I liked him. He was a good voice in the room. But as a poster, again, he just, he was a taker, not a giver. Didn't, didn't give much. And he did some real crappy stuff here. Yeah, but I think 
we know who Seth is now. Not just what he looks like, but what his deal is. And if this story is any indication, it's that Seth can be encouraged to share more and to do the right thing. He just needs some support getting there. So I think, I, I mean, I would like to know more as well about what was all going on in his head. But I think it is, if if we're going to get that information, then we need to, um, we need to show support to Seth as well. Because we know, we know what he's like, you know, he's not going to come out and offer that information without feeling um, that he can, you know, he's, he's not going to be vulnerable if he feels like that people won't trust, don't trust him. I would love a Seth 82 retrospective. I know, I mean, he had so many posts and was here for so long. There's people he's close with. I know he talked about doing a podcast with Gertner about wrestling. And I and know Jim Cornette and he, Jim, Jim Cornette. Cornette contacted him. And he's into all kinds of cool wrestling stuff. I know he lurks. I know he reads. I I would love to hear from him years later. I'm sure he'll get a little bit of gorm treatment, but I'm sure the vast majority is going to be pretty positive. I know I would be. Yeah, so Seth, if you're listening, uh, we'd love to have you back. We'd love to, to talk to you some more. Um, okay, we have a dramatic reading here from Roxer, the probably the one of the biggest players in this saga, as we mentioned. This comes from uh, right after Seth posted that video reveal. Here's Roxer's reaction. I don't know where to really start. I'm obviously glad this finally happened. I think consumed is too strong of a word to describe how I thought about Seth 82, but just barely. I was almost consumed. At night, my mind would wander into the infinite possibilities of what was behind Seth 82. Was it really him? Was it someone from TPWW trying to prank us all? Was it Heyman? Your hero? Was it Rehanan? What if Seth 82 is related to someone from TPWW? What if Seth 82 is really 57 years old? What if he's 10 years old? Wait. What if I'm Seth 82? What if I've been Seth 82 this whole time? What if my brain has an ability to shut off all the times I've posted as Seth 82? On and on and on. Eventually my brain would settle down and obviously come to a more sensible conclusion, but I still had those thoughts. And now that the video has been posted, I don't have those thoughts anymore. All I feel is glee. I watched that video like it was the Zapruda film. I was very happy today to know that Seth82 is real. Seth82 is real. I kept saying that in my head, but I didn't want to say it in my head. I wanted to shake a stranger by the shoulders, look him in the eye and yell a la George Bailey in It's a Wonderful Life. He's real. Seth82 is real. I was super happy as I was out and about today. I gave 50 cents to some girl for the bus. I let people go first while I was out on the road. I even tipped more. 
And it's all because of Seth80U. <clears throat> you are Seth82. To me, can't you see? I would like to know uh, your opinion. What stones are un unknown, unturned? What what do we don't what don't we know that we really wish we knew from Seth? Um. Okay, so we don't know who the blue eyed wonder is. <laughs> yeah. We don't know a hundred percent the connection between Seth eighty two and Dylan Staples. There's a rumor that they had mutual friends. The, the, um there is blonde like, wendy yeah there's blonde wendy who seth claims to know who is also clearly like good friends with dylan stables it's not really important but it's just one of those one of those things how did how did he really come up with dylan stables like how did he really settle on that and why why him why the blue eyed right runner? Right, I I imagine he's just like an attractive guy. Yeah, I don't know. So, Something what you would like to see yourself as a version of. We also don't know what happened with the porn stars Seth was talking to. If he ever like, um, you know, came clean with them, or if he if he stopped talking to them, or what happened there. He was on a very personal level with them. Because you would, I mean, you would think those guys would be like, that guy's not gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got, really. I guess there are, pro I, like, I wonder if if Seth came clean to any of the other forums that he was on. Uh, I don't, I don't know if he was at the level like that he was with us. I really, I really want to know the extent of everywhere he was posting at, because it's clear that he was largely housebound. And was we know of a couple forums, but there's probably more. And I I agree, he probably went the deepest here. His shit got blown up harder here than anywhere else. But there's at least like three wrestling forums. So yeah, so that's what we got. That's the mystery of Seth eighty two for you, all nice and concise. And hopefully, this podcast isn't like longer than an hour. <laughs> and they freaking runs this major Twitter account now. It's so he's still has this major online presence yeah and it's all based around old wrestling pictures he has like this quirky cool personality underneath it all if you're into what like he's nerdy about yeah um credit to him though the profile picture for that account is that picture of him and the dog which i want to think that that's a subtle nod to this thread but i'm, I'm not holding out hope for that for the love of your hero Owen Brown, please bring back the blog.